Lois fade out. Jesus Christ. That's the baby elephant walk, uh, a.k.a. Jeff Aldala's showering music. He, you know, baby elephants weigh like, when they're born, like 200 and something pounds, 300 pounds, so. Yeah, they're like a ton, so. It's pretty much like Jeff. Yeah, pretty um, close. Hopefully this sounds fine. This, I guess, officially is a Just the Essentials uh, podcast, but without Dusty, without Jeff, without James Godwin. Yeah. Um, and, and, and normally it's just been me. I'll do a, a solo episode, but I didn't really feel like talking to myself, and I haven't done that in a long time, so it probably would be terrible. So we have Halima, Abshir. Hi. Halima, say hello. Uh, Dusty, Jeff, James, you're all on notice. Yeah, you guys have been replaced. Yeah. Okay? Yep. Halima has, has... Somalis are taking over. <laughs> Somalis are taking over the yeah. truck driving industry and Heck comedy. Yeah. Did you know that there's they a lot of Somalians that are truck drivers? Oh, like husbands, yeah. Really? All of them. So you know, you're doing yeah. that. Yep, they've been truck drivers for like 20 years. Is that like? They're what? all poor too. Is that what they do when they come over here from Somalia? They're like. Yeah, they're too lazy to go to college, or they don't want to go to college, so they just be, pick up truck driving. So they avoid their wives, get laid a whole lot. Really? Mm-hmm. Get laid by who? Brothels. They like white women. Whatever depends on who. Do Somalian men like African American women? Yes. As much as like white women, or you know. Uh, they they prefer black, but they like their own. So other other Africans or other Somalians? Uh, other Somalians. They start off with like other Somalians, Somalis. So uh, comedian uh, Mary Matthews, her boyfriend is Somalian. And, yeah. And is that is? Do you think his family is like looks down on him because of that? Yeah, definitely. You're dating this yeah, yeah. white bitch. Yeah, yeah. You can't like you're not supposed to marry or like fuck anyone that's outside of your race, but that's that's race essentially or religion. Both. It's it's usually race first and then religion. I was gonna say, what if they dated like a, a Muslim from like Pakistan or something? It would still be a gray area. My uh, my uncle like. Um, his daughter married some guy who's like from I'm good, uh, from another tribe, like he was like northern Somali, and it was like a whole like problem for like months. Like they couldn't marry because it was a tribe that he didn't like. When you say tribe, what does that uh, mean? It's like it's a, like is there like it's it's essentially what race is for us like out there is like tri- tribal stuff, but they're racially separated because of it. Like, some parts of Somalia were, like, colonized by Italians. Like, my really? family, yeah. And there was, like, the British Somali people. So is there, is there good pizza in Somalia? Uh, no. Is there any pizza they in just have, Yeah, they can't afford pizza. <laughs> they have rice and pasta. They don't pasta. have, like, a nice rice crust, uh, fucking Little Caesars. You no, pull up dude. and you get a hot and ready. No, they just have, they kill their goats. That's a meal. You kill a goat, that's fucking lunch and dinner. What do you do with it? You just eat it, like... You roast it. You just roast it and that's it? Yeah. You, you don't put it on, like, tortillas or you can see you know ketchup or something? No ketchup. No, no ketchup. Tortilla. You just fucking cook a goat. You hear that, Jeff? And then you serve it. That's that's how it goes. You starve or you have half a goat. You weren't born in Somalia, were you? Not at all. Have you ever been there? Nope. I don't want to go there either. Have you ever been to Africa? Yeah, I've been to Egypt for like two years. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you yeah, yeah. Your parents sent you away or something? Yeah, they wa- they wanted me to learn about God when I was five. Allah. Yep. So you went to Egypt. I experienced racism for the first time. How? Why is there? 
Is that a guy? Hey. Yeah, Halima <laughs> and I, we, we I, I put on YouTube here for the intro music. It's like a Danish orchestra. Yeah, there's an, an orchestra. Let me hear what they're playing real quick. Where's the guy hanging? I don't know, but there, yeah, there was a, so we're watching this video and it's like a live orchestra, very classy, everybody's wearing tuxedos, it's in like a theater, and they panned like, or they like, yeah, was it panned in, is that what you call it? Yeah. Whatever, into the shot with like the camera, and there was a human body hanging from something. Um, anyways. Still can't find the person. Yeah, we'll see if it happens again. This listeners have no idea what we're talking about, so they don't give a shit. But what listeners? Look, there's like a lot of people in this on. Yeah. When I look at the thing on the app, it says that there's like, you know, forty listens, sixty listens. Yeah. Which that's that's good, but I don't know what that means. I don't know if that means yeah. somebody just clicked on it for yeah. ten seconds. Is that it? Like if you just yeah. click on play, it counts as a. You could see like the average length, but that's like, that's the average of everything. It's not really each one youtube's like the same thing where you don't know how many replays you have it's just like a million it's like is it the same i mean it's impossible do you post anything on youtube um no i i for a while i i posted like a couple stand-up videos and i i deleted them recently when i say recently i mean like from the last six months but i'm not sure if i actually deleted them yeah Um, so they might still be out there under lucas mateus but yeah i like I hadn't watched them for like a year or whatever, and there were some videos that I put up probably like, I don't know, two and a half years into doing comedy or like yeah. three years in, and like I thought it was good yeah. for the time. Yeah. And then I went back and rewatched it, and I was just like, oh, yeah. God, this is yeah. embarrassing. Why did I put this up here? <laughs> Luckily, only like yeah. seven people watched it, and it yeah. was probably all me. So that's how I feel about my Kill Tony. It's like. Eddie Sherman always mentions it, and I'm like, I hate that. It's the worst thing. How does uh, Eddie... Eddie Sherman's a comedian here in yeah. Columbus. How does he mention it to you? What do you mean? Like, he, he was like, oh, Halima. Like, he walked up to, like, some, like, comic that I was, like, talking to, like, right after an open mic, and he was like, oh, Halima's on Kill Tony. She's hilarious. And I'm like, I don't want to... I don't want people to know that, <laughs> of all things. And I suck now. Like, I don't... What joke did you do on that? It was my Hitler joke. Say, I, I know I what is it just give me like a synopsis I don't want to hear the whole thing just saying that give me like, a general idea Hitler and I are very similar and like we he's also a Taurus and then I end it with like me trying to figure out what group of people I genocide <laughs> explaining it sounds it, it sounds bad horrific sound like it sounds terrible it's yeah you sound like a Trump supporter but yeah. In all, in all realness, I was the one that was watching conservative news when you yeah. came over to my own. Which I'm supportive of. I saw a Trump flag yesterday in Dayton. And well, of course. No. I have a, you can see there, I have a Make America Great yeah. Again trucker hat. I'm not proud of it. Right uh, next to a Buddha. Yeah, right, right next to, to a Buddha <laughs> and a Buddha <laughs> statue and a statue of a skull that I stole from my junior, had to be junior year when I was in high school. Uh, like civics, what is it? It's, it's not like history or government it was like civic Civics, something yeah. yeah that's basically the law yeah it was like and we had so many kids that of my school that he was on like a rolling like mm-hmm. like he you know had like a cart that he kept yeah. his shit on he had to like go from class to class yeah which i think is funny it's like yeah. i just imagine oh was like, he paralyzed no he wasn't par- <laughs> he wasn't paralyzed there was just so many maybe it, 
either so many kids in the school or not enough teachers. Mm-hmm. I think it's more people because there wasn't enough rooms for yeah. him to have his own room. Yeah. So he had to go from room to room. Oh. And which I think is funny that it's imagine like all these kids sitting there. It's like you know he shows up late and give him shit. Mm-hmm. Like, Where the fuck are you? But he had on yeah. his cart, you know, all his shit like his, yeah. you know, tape and you know all this stuff yeah. that he needed to teach books and stuff. And he had a, a statue of a skull that some teacher or some kid made for him or something yeah. that he had. And he just like because he used to have a classroom, yeah. so he used to have a desk. And uh, I stole it from him one day. I think that's a shitty thing to do. Yeah. But. But it's a childish thing. It's a childish thing, which unfortunately it didn't end until I was in my late 20s. But uh, I still have it. Yeah. So I look at it as like, like if I had stole something and then like tried to sell it for money, like that's that that to me is where it becomes shitty. Yeah. Thief. But if you're stealing food because you need to eat. Yeah. You know, or like if you're stealing. You know, if you're like squatting in some like abandoned house because you're yeah. homeless, and, you know. Then like you need it for life. Not yeah, like, like that's how I always justified stealing when I worked at Trader Joe's. Yeah, I stole like, food constantly. I need bread. That's why I'm going to steal Trader Joe's bread. <laughs> I need organic, free range, yeah. whole oat bread. Yeah. Um, you can't live without that gluten free. Gluten free snacks are disgusting. Um, I know they're kind of stale all the time. What were we talking about with? Before we get on this food subject, because I feel like we were going somewhere. Was it you about being in Somalia? Oh, uh, I went to Egypt when I was a kid, and that was traumatizing. In an actual traumatizing way, no, or it was like actually a funny traumatizing. Way? I, it was now that I think about it, it's funny. Where I'm like, oh, I'm glad I had that experience, but yeah, it was scary. Did you speak English? Yeah, like I went from being like a five year old that like grew up in Columbus, like we just play outside like yeah. every day. Like just being thrown into this like Muslim country, like right when the like Iraq War was starting, if yeah. not like right after it started. And you were like, you just like like lived in like a like a school, like a no. Uh, I lived with like uh, my family? aunts. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. They like just like apartments. It's like dirt cheap to to live out there. Like you could hire maids and still like live well beneath like below your means here. Like it's so cheap out there. So so they sent you there to live with family. It wasn't like they sent you to a boarding school or you no. like um so I li- yeah, my mom went out there with me too. So like my dad was like still in Columbus working and like we just both went out there for two years. Um, and I went to like kindergarten and first grade and that was just miserable. Are you into like Egyptian culture? I'm not really like not by choice I am I'm fascinated by history so I'm like familiar with like um Alexander the Great and like the not really the creation of like the pyramids because that's like a political topic now but like I what, what's the political topic on that? that like Jews didn't do it and then like a lot of what is the story that I guess most Westerners have been taught about the I, I don't even know I know uh, nothing about so the so like pyramids. Jewish slaves I barely I went to them and I still don't know <coughs> the full story is it like a like like a, a Bible thing? Is that what yeah, say? yeah, yeah. It's like a biblical thing that like Jewish slaves like went there and built like the pyramids. I think it was like Ethiopian Jews, but correct me if I'm wrong. Whoever, nobody's listening to this. this is, oh, I have a big historian. Following, yeah. Okay. So well, there's a lot of historians. A whole lot of anthropologists. Isn't that a store that white lady shop at? Yeah, anthropology. Yeah. Overpriced candles. <laughs> 
cotton-made shirts. You know, like, you're wearing a cotton shirt right now. This isn't actually cotton. It's, like, polyester, polyester. mostly. Um, hold on, I'm gonna get back to something we're gonna You said that a lot of Somalian uh, men come over here and become truck drivers. Yes. Why not, like... I guess just... If they want to come over here, what for what? Because is it... Um, if they're not making a lot of money as a truck driver, it's not to make a bunch of money, yeah. obviously. So they just come over here for, what, freedom? Yeah. Or, like, their family brings them here, like, when they're young. So, like, in order to, like, get out of work. Why do Somalians come to to America, though? Like, what's Civil the... War. It's pretty oh, okay. shitty out there. It's been bad since, like, 91? Or 92 is when, like, the war happened. Yeah. Um, my mom left, like, before then, and, like, it, both my parents were, like, actually outside of the country before it happened. Yeah. But, yeah, there was, like, a whole, like, civil war after their, like, dictator. And, Is it still going on right now? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So there, and it's, like, what, it's, like, the, there's two parts of Somalia, and they fight with each other? It's not just two parts, it's a, it's a... It's just a bunch, a bunch of different groups yeah. all fighting for power. It's a whole, yeah, it's a whole lot of groups, like, there's a government but nobody really follows the constitution and then the really really big problem is isis because they just bomb week after week isis does yes yeah so isis it tries to kill somali yeah they also take over like the land and like just like my mom before she left like she left somalia when she was 17 and she bought like 500 acres and they took like half of it wow. like just took it even though like it was her deed is are the ISIS members in Somalia Somalian or are they from like Afghanistan or uh, Somali? Uh, that's depressing. Well, I don't really care. Life's a lot simpler here. Is it? Yeah. You gotta run through the, the the horrible trials and tribulations of being a Columbus open mic comedian. I mean, it's so hard. I went to the pool. Today? Yep. That's, that's <coughs> how hard my life is. I wrote two jokes. At the pool? Yeah. About the pool? No, I was just thinking about how terrible my life is at the pool. That's where you should forget all your problems. Anytime my mind is left alone, I just hate myself. Do you have problems sleeping? Not really. No. I mean, I sleep uh, really late, but not really like a sleep problem. I mean, you don't have like, because sometimes I'll have like attack or something at like night mm -hmm. like sometimes like before I go to bed mm -hmm. I might not be able to sleep because I'm just like like my mind just like won't stop thinking of things yeah. and yeah. sometimes sometimes it's like I'll think of like like dark shit and so yeah. it makes me feel like uneasy and then yeah. I just like I, it's like a weird panic attack where I feel like I have to like I should go to the hospital like I yeah. feel like I'm like dying oh, yeah. but I'm not you yeah. know and I know that now it hasn't happened in a long time but like Mm -hmm. I remember one of the first times it was when I lived in Brooklyn and I was with Chandra too and she was sleeping over and we I like woke her up and I was like I need to like I need to go for like a walk or something it was like four in the morning yeah just cause like yeah it's, I don't know it's like a weird feeling like I feel like I, I'm like dying but yeah. I, I'm nothing you know what I mean so I just like freak out Man, that's yeah that really sucks I the only like panic like I would I guess I, I don't really have, like, um, physical, like, panic 
texts, but I used to have them, like, right before my mom died. Like, because I would, every time that I'd, like, walk up to, like, the hospital, like, like, just walk in, I would just, like, have, like, heart palpitations, yeah. like, vertigo, like, all that. That sounds like, I'm, I, the only people that have died in my life have been, like, grandparents, and this sounds kind of shitty, but, like, because I'm adopted, I, yeah. I honestly have never, yeah. even when I was a little kid, like, I loved, you know, I love my grandparents, but I never, Yeah. I, I just, I assumed that the reason I wasn't super sad was because I'm not, like, related to them. Yeah. So I didn't like get that. super sad with anyone dying except for my mom. Like, that was the only one that, like, I ever really felt. Well, how old were you when your mom died? Uh, 18. My grandma died, like, earlier that year, and I didn't cry at all. Were you close with your grandmother? Yeah. I used to visit her, like, every summer, and just nothing. Yeah. I don't, my, 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 most of my grandparents died when I was, like, a younger kid. I remember, I remember all of them. Um, But the only thing that made me sad, I remember, was seeing my parents sad. Yeah. That's what made me sad. Like, not, like, cry sad, but just, like, I felt, like, oh, like, I felt bad. Yeah. Um, But, and I've had, like, friends die, but they weren't, I've never had, like, a super close friend die. Jeff yeah. will probably be the first. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so maybe six months? Maybe. Maybe yeah. six months. Possibly. I feel like it'll... I'm not saying six months from now, because I still live here in Columbus, but I'll say six months to a year from once I move. Yeah. Because then I think the reality of me not being being around him at work to to say all the funny jokes first... But quietly for him yeah. to steal and say louder yeah. and get to laugh, you know. So he won't get to steal your material. Yeah, he won't get to steal my material you came anymore. Up with big beauty, beautiful <laughs> toilet bowl busters. Toilet bowl busters. I actually did. Yeah, I guarantee you, he he'll never admit to it. He'll never say anything. So, so Jeff, it doesn't sound. Defend yourself. This is. I mean, I uh, I have one hundred percent at work referred to cheeks as toilet bowl busters because yeah. it's like yeah. what Jeff and I will do is like, okay, like. For example, he always yells out cheeks. Mm-hmm. You know, like if some somebody walks by with cheeks, and it can be a it can be a man too. Yeah. Jeff does not discriminate. Some yeah. guy walks by, some you know fitness guy walks by yeah. with fucking short shorts and yeah. his big muscle but cheeks. But they do have out. cheeks. Yeah, and then they have like muscly guy cheeks. He'll be like cheeks and you know whatever. Um, <coughs> and Jeff and I will just like go back and forth like to say the next thing that sounds like it. So it'd be like cheeks chocks chokes they so just get go yeah. back and forth saying stuff like that and yeah. I, I I can't give you a, a, a story of when toilet bowl busters came out of my mouth but yeah. I know for a fact that yeah. I said that to him yeah. and anything that's said in the deli in my opinion is kind of like free game I like uh, Halima and I were, were on a, a three way phone call with Chris Toilo like a couple hours ago and uh we were talking about like like writing with people like comics like comics getting together and writing with each other or like comics writing jokes for other people or people buying jokes from people yeah um, Which, buy jokes from me Venmo at Halima Abshir <laughs> if you want me to punch up your jokes I need money there you go I will she... make you an entire top <laughs> five for two hundred dollars but I don't think that uh 
I was going to say something to you and Chris in that conversation, but I didn't. But I'll say it to you now. I'll ask you. Uh, do you think if like you're hanging out with a non-comedian, like a group of non-comedians, and somebody says something funny, not says a joke, but like says a phrase that's funny, or gives uh, they have a story um, of something they did, and mm-hmm. you, I guess, punch that story up for them and make it funny. Would you consider? Would you do something like that, or would you? Is that? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like so weird. Um, so weird. Like so, I do take premises. Like I don't like take what someone says, but like I make observations, like make jokes out of them. But like taking what someone says is like a weird, like spot. Um, I'll give you an example. Um, and uh, so I guess this would be a good time for me to know if people find it as like a bad thing or not. But I have a joke about going skydiving and like being with somebody who's a paraplegic. I've never gone skydiving. Um, Chandra's friend, this girl that we know, she went skydiving and she was like telling me, and I was like, oh, you went skydiving? And she was like, yeah. And she told me that when she went up that she was with a guy who's paraplegic. And that yeah. was it. Yeah. That was like her story. Yeah. Um, and then I remember when she left, I'm sitting here with like Chandra and I was just like talking to her about it and thinking about it. And then I just like thought of that, like the scenario in my head. If I yeah. was, if I yeah. went up parachuting with a paraplegic yeah. dude, I would immediately like start yeah. thinking all these th- things about how my yeah. about how my yeah. the, like the way my joke goes. Um, so like, what about something like that? Like, I don't I don't think that's joke stealing or what would be considered that. Because like you took you took like just some person's like experience and like just made it into whatever like you like, which is a I just great a, joke. I just apply it to me I yeah. guess and so, like I mean yeah. That's, okay. one, that's one thing like in with doing stand up when, when, when people when open my comics or even I've, I've seen like professional comedians do it where they go like they ask the, the crowd a question mm-hmm. to set up their thing you know yeah. so yeah. has anybody here heard yeah. of or what do you guys think of golf clubs or whatever yeah. I have always I hate I hate that I always try not to do that mm-hmm. so I just like to um just like I guess like 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 force my idea on you just like yeah. this is what I have done so this is what yeah. I'm going to talk about yeah. um, but it sets you apart because there are so many like things that comedians like do on a cons- like that's so similar and like having your own opinions on like certain things sets you apart because it's like it is an art form so like you could do whatever you want you can make it as abstract as you want it you to. You should be. be able to. But you could also, yeah. No, you're right. I mean, that's. I never, uh, I never thought about stand up at all until I started doing it. Like I never, yeah. I never considered it as like a. Um, an art form. Yeah. Um, but it is. I mean, because there's all kinds of mm-hmm. styles, and mm-hmm. to the outsider, it all looks and sounds the same. But yeah. that that's the same thing with music. I mean, mm-hmm. to the outsider. Yeah. Uh, any of the type of music that I listen to, everybody, somebody would probably just classify it as metal. Yeah. And it's not. You yeah. know what I mean? There's like so many different things, mm-hmm. but to the, to the outsider, there's like, oh yeah, that's, that's comedy. Yeah. Um, and I think when you're in, like, Seinfeld described comedy as like a world of its own, and it really is. Like it's, 
like in the same universe that like Nate Bargatze and like Mark Maron exist and there's also like Anthony Cheselnik like there's there are so many different things that everyone could do and that's a, it's a really cool thing what's your least favorite um like professional stand-up comedian like who's somebody that like you're just like I don't get it uh, Hannah Gatsby I, I know that name but I can't think of she's like the one who did the the special about yeah she's pretty bad um <laughs> It's, her special like isn't even it. even about being funny. I'm trying to think of like another comedian. <laughs> I I find like Sebastian Maniscalco's bits funny, but like I don't get like the huge. I actually it's it's Italian Americans. That's really what it is. It's like a cultural thing, but like his I can't watch an entire Maniscalco I special. His, it's a headache. His uh, stage presence is what bothers me. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to think of another comedian. Um, yeah, I can't. I'm trying to think of, off the top I'm trying of my to think head. something I really don't Honestly, like. this would have been a better question to ask me six months ago, and I didn't have any gigs, and I was just like, <laughs> judge. Now I'm so open minded now. I'm like, yeah, of course, everyone's funny, dude. Uh, well, okay, here's somebody that I don't think is funny. His stand up specials, I'm just like, eh, is Joe Rogan. I. Yeah. I don't. Oh, Brandon Schaub. That's that's Brandon Schaub too. Yeah. I I don't. Uh, yeah. I, I I tried to watch a Brandon Schaub was mm-hmm. like on Showtime. I think he has a special, and I don't think I can make it through. Yeah, um, I could watch a Jill Rogan special, but like Brandon I, Schaub just isn't a comedian. How he's not really? He's like a, he's like a couple years in doing comedy, right? Yeah, you've been doing comedy longer than he has. Wow. Well, yeah. That's life. But, like, he got, like, a special, I think, two or three years in, and he only, like, did the comedy store, like, every now and then. So it's not, like, it's not like he was doing comedy seriously. He's, like, a MMA guy or something, Yeah, right? yeah. <clears throat> so he's the best comedian I've ever heard. I love Brendan Schaub. Brendan Schaub, you're the greatest if you yeah. listen to this. He's awesome. Please don't choke me out. Honestly, I'd compare him to Hedberg. <laughs> Dude, I was watching... Um, like half like I I almost passed out I passed out on Sunday but I started watching like um Half Baked and with like every celebrity came I was like well, dude is that Stephen Wright like I couldn't believe like the amount of like incredible comedians yeah. that were in it I'd like have to go, Jim I, Brewer yeah I'd have to go back and watch it too cause... I'm pretty sure Norm Macdonald was in it probably yeah, like it was a, it was a great lineup I just didn't I just would see different shots of it in between my sleep have you? I'm assuming you've probably watched uh, Billy Madison. Have you ever watched yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Norm Macdonald's great in that. Yeah, that's like is. how I remember Norm Macdonald. Yeah. That he used to have a sitcom, <clears throat> a sitcom in like the late '90s, I think. Mm, really? That was pretty funny. Yeah, it was like him and Artie. Oh. I've heard of it. It was him and Artie Lang, and uh, I can't remember her name. The lady who played Aunt Jackie in Roseanne, and yeah, it was really funny. It was like really bizarre i think they was like there it was like an office setting like they worked in an office oh, together but they're a good they're a good combination like Artie lang is like a it's like a wild guy and like a norm mcdonald's have, have you listened to the um Artie lang joe rogan podcast no not the whole thing i've that's seen a, like clips of it that's a pretty funny one yeah Artie lang just has like wild like great stories <laughs> he's like 
he's I don't know he's I've watched a couple of his stand up specials and it's not maybe just one mm-hmm. it's not like I'd rather just hear him on like interviews yeah. you know yeah, he's yeah. just got he's just got like fucking crazy stories and yeah. he's he's really quick at like saying you know like saying something yeah. back to you yeah I also think that like I, I, watching him doing uh, do a stand-up special like after he's been sober for a while will be a lot better than like his stuff for like the last 15 years hopefully yeah yeah let's if he does stand-up I don't know I yeah. I'm nervous now because like getting ready to move to LA and I just saw that like the comedy store on Instagram posted something about like from now on all the shows you can come to show you have to have proof of uh vaccine and stuff and like they're going back to like a lot of mask mandates like I don't know that's honestly why I started watching the news this morning yeah I started watching like MSNBC and then I went over to fucking conservative news because I wanted to hear what everybody's saying about if they're like their new mask thing is like are people getting sick again the delta's getting big was that I guess airline? the Delta I mean, yeah. It's <laughs> Dude, they give you, like, Biscoff cookies <laughs> on, like, a 30-minute flight. How do you not support that? Yeah, that's true. That's nice. But, like, the Delta variant is, I guess, doing... Is, is getting bigger in Asia, but I don't... So there's a yeah. new variant, and it's getting yeah. big. But the vaccine <coughs> protects you from it. So the problem is, <laughs> is that people who are getting sick are just people who, like, aren't vaccinated? Yeah. Or, like, people who haven't gotten COVID before. I'm not really sure. Well, it's not in Ohio uh, yet, so I know that's why it's like that's why I didn't move to LA back in March or May. Yeah. Because um, everything was closed down. Like, mm-hmm. like I was talking to some of my friends that live up there, and they're like, yeah, "Everything's closed," and I was like, "Okay, well, I'm not gonna leave Columbus where at least I can do comedy, and I'm yeah. hosting like two shows. You mm-hmm. know, so that's at least I'm doing something. Why would I leave? Yeah. And now everything was opening back up. That's why we're like moving. Um, yeah, I think it's it's a little bit of a speed bump. Maybe I'm being too optimistic, but I feel like the Delta is just a minor speed bump. I'm moving into the valley, and I'm hoping that if I look at the map correctly, it's like the valley, and then like mountains, and yeah. then like LA, you know, uh-huh. stuff like that. Like this, you know, the, the yeah. The, the, is it like San Gabriel or San Fernando? Well, San Fernando's like I'm not a sure. little bit northern. Um, but I'm hoping that if there's like a huge earthquake that creates a tsunami, mm-hmm. the mountains will protect me. Yeah. Because I'll be behind them. What about the wildfires? I don't, I'm not going to live in the wild, so. Oh. Yeah, I'm going to live. Isn't that near like Malibu? The fires? Yeah. I think so. Yeah, they like wiped out like half the houses out there. But like, do they, I mean, I guess like where I live right now, there's like woods right up against my back window, so mm-hmm. we would probably catch on fire. But I mean, like, Aren't most, I mean, isn't most of L.A. like a concrete, like, slab? I mean, isn't everything just concrete? So, like, yeah. the fires will stop. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they'll yeah. never, like, will the fires ever engulf, like, I don't like think the comedy so. store? I don't know. That's a good question to ask someone who knows that. Have you ever been there to the comedy store or L.A., nope. I guess? Uh, nope. I've been to San Diego, uh, Anaheim. That's about it. Like when you were younger, or yeah, I went to SeaWorld when I was a kid. Okay. Yeah. Uh, after Shamu died, so it was a I had to deal with the grief. Yeah. <laughs> You've had a lot of death in your life. Yeah, I know, right? Shamu <laughs> was like the first one too. Damn. Um, 
I went I went to the comedy store a couple years ago and the first time I went there we had just like I had just got like landed in LA and had been up like all day flying hung out in you know LA like all day and then I went to the it was Sunday night and I think they have like Sunday or Monday they have like an open mic in the belly room yeah so I like how you sign up is it's like a lottery like mm-hmm. you get one one free sign up and then you throw it in like a bucket yeah and you can throw your name in more times if you buy drinks so if you buy like a drink you throw your name in again so now you have two chances to get on stage yeah. you don't get to go up twice I'm just saying like you get more you know what I mean yeah. more opportunity um, so I was just waiting there it was like one o'clock in the morning I was just tired there by myself Chandra stayed back at the Airbnb that we uh, rented and uh, it was cool it was like exciting but I didn't get to go up on stage or anything because yeah. I never put my name yeah. and you should have gone like hammered I sh- yeah, I should have just got like Jeez, like gone from yeah. gone from never drinking like, to you just, know, just get hammered. You don't just buy me a handle of crown. Well, Let's go. The Watch. you know the the real problem was is that trip, um, I paid for like, you know, my ticket out there and like we split the Airbnb, and I had like maybe a hundred dollars for like, we were there for like four days or something or like yeah. five days. So Chandra pretty much like paid for most of the stuff. Um, so that's also yeah. why I didn't buy anything because yeah. I couldn't. I was like, well, I'm not gonna sit here and spend a bunch of money yeah. on drinks yeah. just to get on stage. But did you watch any comics? Yeah, when I went there, so I went that first night to to there, um, and then I had bought tickets f- for a show in the Belly Room that was like Bill Burr and uh, there was a bunch of people, so I don't remember everybody who was there. I just like Bill Burr went up. Bilber went up like first or second really? or something like that. There's like a host, yeah. and then it might have been Bilber. And it was cool because the belly room was like super small. Uh, yeah. It's like I'm trying to compare. I like it. that in like a comedy venue. Yeah, it's <clears throat> it's 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 funny. It's like the same thing for me and like Tucker and stuff when we were like in bands together, like going to like punk shows. The smaller the venue is always like the better. Yeah. Like the smaller, yeah, yeah. the more confined, like yeah. the, the more like you can't get away. Yeah. Is like always more fun. Yeah. And it's the same thing with comedy. Yeah. Like the the smaller and like closer you yeah. are. The laughter from, travels yeah. more efficiently. From a comedian stand, standpoint, it's yeah. the best. For yeah. a viewer, I think it's also the best because yeah. you're right there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like my uh, Chandra and I, <clears throat> I was gonna say we were. Um, I don't think you picked your seats. It was just like they kind of shuffled you in, like sat you where the statue, and we were like right up front. Um, like my feet were on the stage. Like the stage was like super yeah. low. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like right up front, yeah. so my feet were like right yeah. there. Um, I saw him, and you know who else was on that show? Is that guy who uh, killed himself? Oh, Brody Stevens. Yeah, Brody Stevens. His he special's was on that. pretty great. I don't think I've watched it. Yeah. But he was definitely like funny. He was funny yeah. and like super yeah, yeah. unique and like he was like going out into the crowd Stay and like with yelling. It. Stay with it. Yeah. He does like the <laughs> snapping thing, yeah. There's a couple other people that I recognize, but I forget yeah. their names. Um but it was funny too because I went when I went to the store, I went to Kill Tony mm-hmm. and that was right after I had been on Kill Tony like two times because they were on tour in like this part yeah. of the country in Ohio and stuff. 
So like I got on in Cleveland and then I went to Cincinnati and I got on in Cincinnati. Yeah. And then like two days later, I'm in LA at Kill Tony there and um the last I, rep band to get on. I well no, I I, I showed or up like late. I'll get you your postmates. <laughs> I showed up late. Uh so I missed like the sign up. Yeah. I read the thing on online. It said like show up at this time, I showed up at that time. Apparently yeah. that's the time the show started, not sign up. Oh. Or, I don't know, I didn't know. Yeah. I was like I was like I was pissed. I asked the people, I was like which is the stupidest thing I could have said. I was like I was like, Can I sign up? Like I didn't know the time was this time. I was like, yeah. I'm from I'm not from here. Yeah. And they're like, No and then I thought, I was like, dude, nobody's from here. Like what the fuck? Yeah. Like they're not yeah, like yeah. they like they probably get that. Like, yeah, I'm some tourist, yeah. like nobody's fucking from here. Um so like yeah, tough shit. Um and I, uh, I went in there, we sat down, and I had Chandra, uh, like, message, like, like DM Tony Hinchcliffe and DM Red Band, because I was like, you I was like, go like, check your DMs yeah. before they go up. Well, I was just like, they're comics, they're young guys, yeah. they're probably scumbags, they probably cheat on their girlfriends or something. Yeah. So they probably look at their DMs, mm-hmm. you know, while they're there, and, yeah. like, they're not going to respond to a dude. <laughs> yeah. They're not going to look at me, you yeah. know, some fucking jerk off yeah. and respond to that. So they you should least... have like messaged Joel Jimenez or like Jeremiah Watkins. I should have. I didn't even think about about it then. Yeah. That's that's what I did, um, for the show in Columbus. Yeah. That you got on. Yeah. I got I got into that show for free because I messaged Joel oh, Jimenez nice. and like was like, hey, like I was on the show last time you guys were in Ohio. Like I got on in Cleveland, Cincinnati. Like, if you remember me or not, he said he did. I mean, I don't know if you remember me or not, but he's just like, oh yeah, yeah. And I was like, yeah, I don't really have much money, like, but I really want to come to the show. And he's like, I'll put you on the guest list. The guest list. So oh, wow. sometimes people will, will respond to yeah. you. So I should have done that, but they didn't respond to me in, in LA. And I just remember sitting there the whole show, yeah. watched the whole Kill Tony thing, just like mad. I was just like, <laughs> I, like a little yeah. kid. I was like, I don't yeah. even want to be here. <laughs> it's fun to watch the people bomb on that show. Yeah, it's yeah. It's pretty great. It's, uh, it's fun to see live. I, yeah. as soon as, after, after being there and seeing it live, I kind of stopped listening to it as much. Um, I yeah. used to listen to it, like, all the time, Kill Tony, but. Yeah. I just got into it, like, within the last year. Do you still listen to it? Yeah. I watched the last episode, and there was some lady that, that was, she was, like, <coughs> a mom from Requiem for a Dream. And, he, like, Tony made that joke, and, like, he kept on, like, tagging it with, like, more references. <laughs> And it was pretty funny. Have you seen, has Kyle Dowdy, yeah. the comedian, have you, have you yeah, watched, yeah. heard any of those? How, how, yeah. how did his uh, stuff His go? first one was like awesome. Like really, really great. Like, yeah, he, he told me he got on a couple times or something. Yeah. yeah, he got on twice. Like his second one to me wasn't as good as his first one, but I think like, you know when like a person is like ready for some like sort of like uh, success or something where they're just like prepped for it like yeah. he was just yeah. that where like the interview like he knocked it out of the park yeah. like got on shows like he was like on the road with Chris Kattan that weekend like he like earned that that's cool and that was like awesome to see it, I saw Chris Kattan at the funny bone and it was like okay another terrible comedian it was yeah. one of the worst shows I think I've ever had to sit through <laughs> yeah. for a, like an hour yeah god it was like yeah. it, it was literally an hour of Chris Kattan just 
reminiscing about SNL. Just like being like, so I did this one character and it's about like, and he would like describe the character and he's like, oh, okay. And, and like, he's just so like fucking so scatterbrained. Like getting drunk. Yeah, yeah. He was like a stories. drunk white girl. He was just like, okay, like throwing his hands up, like, okay, and rolling his eyes. And oh my God. It was, and I went because my, my friend, uh, the, my, like, my friend, my old roommates when I lived in Brooklyn, uh, she like, they wanted to go, I guess, just like as a joke, you yeah, know? Yeah. Which I get, but also when you have to sit there then for an hour, and it's like you realize, like, God, this joke sucks. Like, now I gotta sit here for an hour and watch this. I don't know. For them, I guess it was entertaining, but me doing stand up, I was just like, why you can't You get infuriated. Yeah, I was like, why can't I just yeah. go up on stage and do five minutes? Yeah. If, I mean, this, this, but. Dave money. Chappelle described it as like, um, he described like watching like to him watching other comedians do stand up is like watching like people like fucking your um your girl <laughs> it's like i could do it better than him which like when somebody's doing it bad that's that's like i i kind of could like yeah i get mad where i'm just like i could write better than this <laughs> i know that and then i just go ahead and write <laughs> but, like uh chris katan is like full on wet brain apparently oh yeah he's dude I just want to, like, open for people. Like, I want to go on the road with, like, celebrities that suck at comedy. <laughs> so I just want to make money as quickly as I can with comedy so I can be lazy. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, my goal with stand-up is so that I don't have to work at a grocery store. Like, that's yeah. it. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't need any, uh, anything else. Yeah. Like, I just don't want to have to work at a grocery store yeah. anymore. Like, I just feel like I've done that long enough yeah. <laughs> since I've been, like, 18. I, I want to be, like, like great at comedy someday. Like, I want to be genuinely great at it. Like, that's that's really all that I want. But I also want to own, like, a house someday. Like, which, that's, that's asking for a lot. But Are you, like, willing to take... I mean, like, what do you think... What is your idea of the path that you need to take to become hmm. successful at comedy uh you know what i mean like some it, like like writing. like some people are like oh i need to uh have a really good uh, I uh internet following so yeah. social media tiktok instagram yeah. whatever to me like I, I think of like this like the stand-up aspect of it like the material first and foremost and eventually i'm gonna have to get into like like social media because that's a huge thing now and like if you have a following, especially nowadays, you'll get you'll get booked on more stuff. Yeah. I I, I told Tucker that, like um, I mean Tucker doesn't even really come out and do stand up very often anymore. He's been working. Um, that's also his Yeah. Tucker has a lot of problems with stand up and one of them is he likes to work as a bartender for now. Yeah. Um, and that is like that cuts into your time at yeah. night because yeah. you're, you're making money yeah. at night. Um, and they make so much money that like it's right. It's, it's stand up seems like a nuisance. Yeah, you can't argue with yeah. it because that's how you pay. That's how you pay the bills. Mm -hmm. um, um. Yeah, he. I, I don't even know what, what were we just talking about. My brain just um, fucking flat goals and stand up. Um, but why did I bring up Tucker? Oh, uh, social media. You were talking. Oh about yeah. About. Um. Two of the things that he wasn't doing well with comedy was be, uh, social media yeah. and then being a bartender is like cutting into the stand up time mm -hmm. but the social media thing he didn't have like a Facebook or anything yeah and 
Um, he, you know, nobody's gonna book him yeah. on any shows because, like, he pretty much just comes out to like shrugging head. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and nobody hot. will remember. Yeah, that. yeah. Like, it's like there's so place. many. In Columbus, there's so many comedians, which is great. There's so many, like, people into it and out wanting to do it. Um, But also, I was saying earlier to Halima that there's also some people when it's kind of nice when they stop coming out because it's it's almost like they're freeing up space. Yeah. It's also who are serious about doing a lot. There's also a, a disproportionate amount of people that don't take it seriously like taking up space at open mics or I like I'd rather get 10 minutes than watch people who like are there to just get drunk on a Friday night cuz I'm like yeah. I want I want to have 10 minutes to work out the material that I have. Yeah. Instead of like watching someone do the same type 5. But also I mean I guess to just to look at it both ways like you do you like you need all those you need every kind of person at an open mic yeah. because um the couple times when you get to do like you know a show at a real club or like a, a big show where you get paid for it or something like a like a big moment in your like stand-up career it's uh you like it's because of like that shit yeah. it's because of you see what not to do like yeah. a hundred times especially if, if you yeah. host a show and you see yeah. it every single week mm-hmm. you see like a hundred things not to do yeah from a yeah. hundred people every single mm-hmm. week and so it's like you you know it's a learning experience yeah. to watch somebody who's really bad and watch somebody who's really good yeah yeah um honestly when you watch somebody who's really good it's to me it's it's like it's honestly almost as in, i would say it's almost as important if not more important than like just getting up what or, watching somebody who's yeah, like really who's good like, yeah who's like brilliant at it like it's, I agree because there's a lot of open mic comedians who don't go see like yeah. real comedy shows yeah. like at like the Funny Bone yeah. or, or you know yeah. a, a comedy club. And that's so necessary because you could get, like when I went to New York, I didn't like, it like I grew up watching comedy, but it was like another thing to see the greatest comedians live. Where I was like, what the heck have I been doing? Yeah, like especially in like time. a small club in New York because yeah. there's so much to the yeah atmosphere of yeah. comedy. And yeah, I I remember. Um, I went to CBGB's in New York before they turned it into like a clothing store or whatever it is now. Yeah. Um, and that's that's like that's like the comedy store to like punk music. Yeah. So and I got oh, to yeah. go there, you know, when I was like younger. So that was like it's just like seeing seeing what you like in the city, like where it's like kinda of from mm-hmm. and you know, like in a small place is is exciting. And I yeah. think that's that's important, like you said, to see that yeah. Just as it is to go up, and watch like the process of how it's done. Like, yeah. I also saw different people. Like I, I saw Matt. Like one of the like coolest things that I've ever seen was Matt Reif on a showcase with like a bunch of other like New York comics, and he like I watched him like just ignore Aaron Berg, like like in conversation, just completely disregard him. Matt Reif went up and, like, bombed for 10 minutes. Like, fucking... In New- Wait, Matt Reif, he's an L.A. comic, Yeah, right? he's an L.A. comic. He's on Wild and Out. Like, he's on tour with Dane Cook. Like, he's... Yeah. For, like, a 25, 26-year-old guy, like, he's starting... Yeah, I've seen him at yeah. the funny before. He's from Columbus. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Um, and I watched him just completely bomb. So, what do you... Hold on. When you say completely bomb, this is what club like, were you at? Oh, The Stand. 
The Stand in New York, which is a good comedy club yeah. in New York. And it, there's a, there's yeah. a lot of people there in the yeah. crowd. Yeah. And so you're saying bombing, like, nobody was laughing? Was it like an open yeah. mic in Columbus when somebody um, bombs? Or was it like... Like, there were people there. Like, there were people there that were, <laughs> so, like, paying to watch. Like, they were... It was like... They also have, like, a fancy, like, restaurant. Mm-hmm. So it was just people, like, couples, like, rich couples there. Yeah. Just in silence. Dan Soder followed him, and, like, you could just hear, like, the laughter roaring. Did Dan Soder say... Was it was it such a bad bomb that Dan Soder said something about it? No. Like, he uh, just went straight into his material. Like, a lot of comics do say something about it, or, like... Yeah. But Dan Soder just went straight into his material, and, like, he addressed that, like, the room was dead. But because, like, it is... Like, famous comics are there, just so, like, insulting or, like, making fun of someone who you're not that familiar with is, like, uh, it's not really... A, yeah, it's kind of it's like a not shame, comic. Yeah. yeah. Although, I would do it. I'm not saying, like, like go up there yeah. and be a jerk. I just mean, like... Yeah, I was just like, damn, that was... Yeah, I don't know, like... That was yeah. rough. I did that to a comic last night. I don't see that as being, like, a bad thing. I, yeah, just, just addressing the room, what they're feeling, just observing the audience. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. That's... I think when when comedy came back from COVID, I had a I had a lot of hopes for it, because mm-hmm. it, it it started to to me, to feel in Columbus the comedy scene after COVID started to feel like, what I thought comedy was like yeah. gonna be yeah, yeah. when I started. Mm-hmm. When I started doing comedy, it was like I don't know, it was like participation trophy comedy. Yeah. It was like everybody yeah. get everybody gets a spot, and that's what it is now. And that is what it is now. Yeah, but. Um, I I love I think we hit like our sweet spot in like April like it was when like there were just a lot of comics that like it was a community where comics were just hanging out like it wasn't all those SJW comics were like still too scared to come out no and like it was just it was like close enough and it was it was really great and you know like the different comedians like coming back coming back out after COVID um, that are you know more like what you said like a social justice warrior type person or like a PC type person I don't I don't have a problem with that like I don't yeah, have a problem so. with, with that style of comedy or, or the people who want to enjoy that um, I think it can all exist together yeah. but it, it seems to be that the main problem here in Columbus at, at, at least is that the SJW or PC, whatever you want to call them, type comedians, they seem to have a problem with everybody else. Like they're the ones that that yeah. that want to start yeah. some sort of yeah some sort of online drama. Mm-hmm. Always online drama because none of them yeah. do it in person. Um, they want to start some kind of fight with like you know yeah. a different comedian who doesn't see what they see or doesn't think what they think. Mm-hmm. And then all this drama starts. Yeah. And then people don't like each other. And then people talk mm-hmm. about each other. And then all this, like... Yeah. You know, and then, you know, it, it just seems like... Yeah. It's a it's a form of, like, dogma. But, like, it's like a dogmatic thing to just say, I am right. You can't do that. Or, like, stop doing what you're doing because that's not great. Like, yeah. There's a, uh, there's a comic... Uh, I want to say her name... Um, if anybody's listening an hour in, yeah if you're still listening good for you wow but Kelsey Lane um, like told at Saver Pine told Jeff Ladala to write better jokes 
Like, she just walked up to him and just told, like, Jeff, write better <laughs> jokes. Like, was she, he, like, did she, like, laugh? Or did she just, like... She... She was, like, she was, like, laughing and trying to be, like, snarky, where she was, like, waiting for Chris and I to, like, laugh hysterically with her, mm-hmm. where she was, like, expecting that people were, like, on her side about it, which, like, I don't, I, I think, like, that specific person, like, kind of has, like, a, there's, like, a weird, like, bully mentality that, like, a person like that has, which I don't, like, I don't get, like, I, or I don't find funny. See, I don't know. I don't know if I would say it's a bully mentality. What it seems like to me is kind of like how I think she. It's like she wants to be a part of whatever's going on. Yeah. And she thinks it's like a lot of people think that that's the. It's like uh, I've worked at grocery stores my whole fucking life, and um, when I work at a store and I'm there for like five years, um, you know, you're like the seasoned guy. Everybody knows mm-hmm. who you are. And so when, like, a new guy comes in, mm-hmm. and they're, like, immediately trying to act like they've been working there for yeah. 10 years or whatever with, like, you and everybody else, it's always, like, whoa, like, pump the brakes, you know, like, like yeah. who are you? Like, what, like what's going yeah, on? Learn what you're doing first. Yeah, like, I mean, it's, and it's, it's, it's yeah. not even, to me, I'm not even, like, I'm an elder, you need to know. It's just, I just don't know who you are. Mm-hmm. So when I don't know who you are, yeah. and you come up and you get in my face, and you go, hi. Yeah. And start like asking yeah. me a bunch of questions. I'm 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 just yeah. like a little. I don't know. I'm like, well, I, I don't know who you yeah. are. Who are you? The the only thing I've known about yeah. you is the shitty things you've said to, said about me online, and now here yeah. you are in my it's face trying to be good. my friend. Yeah. Like I don't know. I don't know what yeah. that's about. You know. Yeah. Um, uh, Samantha Sizemore is another person here in Columbus who doesn't like me. Didn't like me. I don't know. Um, but. You know, posted something like shitty about me on Facebook, and then all her friends, you know, heart heart emojis, and I yeah. got you, girl, and speak your truth, girl, yeah. and all that, all that kind of stuff, and and then came to the shrunken head, didn't say anything to me, and then that night tried to add me on Facebook as a yeah. friend. A friend requested me, and I didn't accept it. I didn't delete it. I just didn't do anything. Yeah. I messaged her right away, and I was like. And I just asked her, I just asked her, I was like, why are you friend requesting me when I know you don't like me at all? And she started talking to me and we like, you know, squashed whatever like beef we had. And it's like, you know, like I said, I don't know if she hates me or not. Yeah. We're not like friends or whatever. Yeah. But like now last time I saw yeah. her, I, you know, said hi to her. And, yeah. It's weird to just like publicly like take or like to just like talk shit about random people. Or like think that you could just trash them, like 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 say something without about even knowing online, them, yeah. without without have ever yeah. s- spoken or like to them. Who, yeah. Also, who who gives you the right to just judge another comedian and like say I, this is what I think everyone hear me. How dare they say this word? Like you're not you're not the czar of this stain of comedy scene. It, just, you don't see the best comedians in the world saying that. I just don't understand. The motivation of like okay you go to see a, an open mic comedy show mm-hmm. at a bar a bar where alcohol is sold where people get drunk and they punch each other in the face and they fucking do drugs in the back and 
they fucking date rape each other and all kinds Sword of evil lines, shit goes on and sixty nineing in the bathrooms, all of that, aborting babies yeah. in the toilet. It's yeah. not like there is a Christian bar where you go to a yeah. bar <laughs> and there's yeah. like church wine there and everybody's yeah. just sitting there quietly. No, like every bar is like a fucking bar. Yeah. So if you hear somebody say retard, is that really like? Is that really like you're like? Yeah, you're like, really upset about that. Mm-hmm. It's like going to a truck stop yeah. and being upset that like one of the Somalian truck drivers is washing his feet in the sink. Yeah, it's like, like dude, just he's happen. just, it's Ramadan. He has to go clean <laughs> something, bro. But it, it is like, people who don't have problems in life take issue with the words that people say. It's just like, that's how you know you're privileged if you're like, that comedian said a word that I didn't like. Especially when, if you really stop and just think for a second, this is an open mic comedian in Columbus, Ohio. Yeah. I could be up there spouting off seriously dark, like, anti-Semitic whatever. Yeah. It's going to go to the ears of, like, 12 people. It's yeah. not going to the Mostly world. Mostly don't care. Yeah, nobody cares. It's not like, it's not like this, I'm not saying, I don't have this giant platform where yeah. people are listening to me. And I guess maybe mm-hmm. that could be the argument. They're like, well, someday you might have a big platform and if you're still being We're problematic. Like, problem. Yeah, it's, it's like, it's, it's still not. Like, I don't, I I don't get what makes people, like, go out of their way to police people or, like, to police other people and what they do. Like, isn't your life already, like, hard enough or something? Isn't it already tiring? Maybe it's just people who were never taught to mind their own business. Like, that... Yeah. Or people who've never... You don't see, like, a fucking... Like, a Holocaust, like, or a Jewish person just getting mad at another comedian... Like, at at a comedian... For like telling Jew jokes, you don't see them like yelling at them because people who have who struggled in life don't give a shit what other people have to say. <laughs> they have real problems. There are people in Uyghur camps right now. Yeah, I was to say you should have the more contemporary reference than the Holocaust. Oh, okay. I don't think there's too many Holocaust survivors going to comedy shows. Yeah, not they're really old. Yeah, are there any even alive anymore? There were like I think a couple. I think one of them died in like a shooting. Rest in peace. That's fucking crazy. Damn. Yeah, fucking white people. Like a drive-by? Yeah, it's like, shoot? yeah, this person... It, no, they just went in, They went into, like, the synagogue. And oh, okay. it was like a, like a racial, was, like, yeah, hatred. Yeah. yeah, it was a hate crime. I thought it was just like... Yeah, a... it's like, it's not already, like, great enough that they survived the Holocaust, but some fucking retarded white kid was like, I'm gonna shoot this place up. <laughs> <laughs> but um, this what's is, another This reference? is gonna stop at, like, an hour, because I'm recording it on this app, and it nice. has a cutoff. Um... I don't know how you're feeling. You probably, you said to leave at 6 or something. It's yeah. 5.30, so maybe we'll just stop it here. Yeah. Um, I thought this was interesting, right? We talked about yeah. comedy. We talked about uh, Egypt. We talked about Somalian truck drivers. Yeah, my cousin. Your cousin. Yeah. Um, and we talked a little shit about comedy in general. Yeah. Fun jazz. Yeah, th- this will probably be what Jesse Essentials turns into for a while. Uh, yeah, minus me, I'm not. Yeah, minus him. Just like, you know, I'll probably have a person on here and there. But yeah. I'm still recording with Jeff and, and Dusty. I just wanted to do an extra. Chandra's going to play Erica Badu in the background. I've tried yeah. to, I, I've asked her if she wanted to come on and talk to me. And yeah. she said, yeah, but and then I think about it. It's like, what would we sit here and talk about? Yeah. Love and hip hop? Yeah. Whatever's going on <laughs> with the review, Kardashians. Just yeah. Black Ink or something? Yeah. All yeah. right, that's it.